Hey, 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 welcome back. I'm your host, Andy La Negra, and this is Thoughts for the 305, where I'll make attempts to spread some knowledge uh, while sharing some lukewarm tea in the process. So in the spirit of a whole lot of people setting completely unrealistic resolutions for themselves, today we're going to talk about the things that we do to stay fit to get healthy or better yet what we think is healthy and fit people do some crazy shit to get down to their ideal body size or attempt to get down to what body size that has they have been told that is ideal so we're gonna go a little bit over that but in the meantime i'm on a very serious note because we can't let people slide for this type of bullshit. The Capitol building was held under siege by insecure white men that don't believe in therapy. And it is astounding. Not necessarily surprising considering our history with mass shooters. I mean, come on. Come on. Look at all of the mass shootings and domestic terrorism we've had. Then look at the demographic makeup of who pulled the trigger. It's a it's serious, serious thing I need you to consider. Because... We all know who uh, gets stereotyped as terrorists in the United States. Uh, and so my, you know, I'm really, this has definitely, you know, made my blood boil. And I initially was not going to talk about this because we don't need, any, you know, any more politics, any more, you know, of that extra shit. But my parents were both born into dictatorships, completely oppressive governments that bullied the bejesus out of its people. And looking back at 45's election cycle, it was just, you know, I didn't experience it, but like many of my counterparts in Miami-Dade County, especially the youth of uh, immigrants, we've all been told stories, especially from Cuba. But, you know, you saw some of the parallels. You saw some of the parallels. And being a black woman born in the United States, I completely understood that bigotry and that oppression not at that crazy level that they experienced but at a level where it's like i know it was present i know it's present in the u.s and unlike people you know people like to tell me no but racism exists everywhere it's like yeah but we build our, our foundation on it we build our country we build our foundation on the backs of slavery and bigotry and discrimination so we're not, you know, brand new to this. So people that are saying, oh, this is not America. This is this doesn't happen in America. Like, mm, pretty sure every history book known to mankind, even if it was skewed, could tell you otherwise. Um, just saying, you know, I'm a person, I believe that the American dream will be feasible one day. But until then, we have to do, we have to work together. We have to work together. And when you have a president that blatantly sparks riots and promotes the separation and the hatred we're never gonna get there we're never gonna get there you know and along with other people i was i was joking um as far you know with the dawn of 2021 uh you know it's like we had to be quiet we had to be careful because we don't know we didn't know what was gonna happen in 2021 i was you know i would say that the sirens from the purge would all of a sudden go off as soon as the ball dropped but it didn't no um a week later though i did get a notification saying the capital was breached and i don't know if it was because i had seen olympus was falling a couple of times but i was just like get mm that that my dude what I, I you know i was at that point in time i was just thankful that i have bars on my windows um 
it, it, oh my goodness, fascism is not democracy. Fascism is not democracy. And then you'll have people, you know, and I saw Senator Rubio starting out high and mighty, talking for the people for the first time. And shit, I don't know, because I know which people he talks for. Oh, you know, comparing his, oh, my grandparents, they were, you know, they experienced oppression in Cuba and, you know, this and the other. And then it's like, okay, so first let's rewind because there was a whole lot of, there was a whole other population in Cuba that was being oppressed at the time of the revolution. The revolution wasn't just something that, oh, I just want to overthrow the government. No. That was a whole other animal. Um, it's still hella bad. Still equally as bad as what, um, <laughs> you know, what 45 is doing. But probably worse considering the hypocrisy in it all. Um, so on one side you have cam communism. On the other side you want fascism. And it's amazing how people don't say fascism. Oh my gosh, I've had people compare this to communism over and over again. It's like, oh, listen let's let's kick it back a little bit and let's think hitler and mussolini let's fascism that's the complete opposites just like you have a uh part they an extremes alt left the extreme alt right exists and it has existed and world war ii was a result of it one of the results of it so let's not you know the right has its uh its negativity let's let's be real and you know it's amazing how Folks don't, you know, they don't really talk about it. You want to talk about the alt-left, you want to talk about BLM, you want to talk about it. But it's like you had rioters infiltrate the Capitol building during a Senate meeting. What? What? That happened. That happened. And again, fascism is not democracy just because it's on the right. Then I'm talking about, you know, politically, the right side of the scale doesn't mean there isn't an extreme that people love to especially miami no comunista it's a listen the far right you want to take kick it back before castro and let's look at um my god batista fascism 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 gangsters exist on both sides of the spectrum we just have to unite in the middle so that these these i'm gonna say these motherfuckers according mr sam jackson don't take over what we our democracy because all of us especially the 99 percent democracy was made for the 99 percent yet it has been hijacked by the one percent but now you know i'm getting up i'm going off topic and this could be a whole conversation it has there been classes on it there have been whole majors created for this but we're not going to go there hashtag impeach 45 he doesn't deserve the benefits that come from being president of the united states he deserves a prison cell that's all i'm gonna say about that that's all i'm gonna say about that going back to our buddy forrest gump so back to our regular programming schedule i want to know who created the marketing strategy that began the fitness craze more so the vanity component where folks started doing the most to kill themselves in order to live a quote unquote healthy life or better lifestyle i'm pretty sure it was a man come on come on who had the high-powered marketing positions in the late 19th century and early 20 in the 20th century for that matter today who has those power who has that power today i mean come on only now, um, I think we're really thinking of inclusivity and equity in the media. Um, and like recently, the, the bigger push for more uh, inclusiveness and body positivity uh, in advertising, which is not 
nice, but there's still so much work that needs to be done. It's hard seeing so many people that still struggle with comparing themselves with others because there's still a standard, more accepted body type. It's it, just the fact that, you know, it, it just, it's very real. And I'm not saying that we should just call it a day and welcome unhealthy lifestyles. I'm just saying there are so many contributing factors to a person being an, an, an unhealthy overweight because I do think that there is a healthy overweight. You have bodybuilders, you have fitness, you know, people in fitness that they have higher body weights, but they're still healthy. You know, they're still moving. Uh, so that does exist. And I do think that it's extremely important to, important to distinguish between the two. But, you know, there is just so much that contributes to unhealthy weights and unhealthy lifestyles you have you know and then you, you have a, a stress we all go through it stress is not there's oh my god find me a person that doesn't go through stress and i don't know it has to it's so damn near impossible i can you know let's take my retirement on it who everybody no matter how big or how small everybody goes through stress and that's a contributing factor to weight gain Come on. Um, and then you have hypothyroidism. You have endometriosis. You have PCOS. You have genetics. Genetics. People always talking about cholesterol, blood pressure. And it's like, oh, it's genetics. Well, when you have generational trauma, especially genetics, um, you know, and then even like mental health. Hashtag mental health matters. Mental health matters. Again, with the stress, that negative, that deadly body fat that builds in your stomach the cortisol everything it's it really is a contributing factor so it's just i want to see the work that dietitians nutritionists can do with mental health practitioners or the work that they do to provide that mental health service so that folks can finally lose the weight that they want been wanting to lose because it, it, the struggle is so real <laughs> the struggle is so real like i you know and i mean i don't know if y'all can see me but i, I mean i think it's pretty obvious that i struggle with uh no i'm not gonna say it's, I, it's pretty obvious because again there is that healthy over uh the healthy overweight but <laughs> I'm not one of them. Oh my gosh. So my struggles with staying fit or attempting to stay fit have been somewhat exhausting. It is very exhausting. The hardest part for me is the eating part. You know, I love food. I'm not ashamed of it. There is precisely too much food in this world. Too many different types of food in this world to not be a part of that. Same thing goes with, um, you know, sex, but that's a different conversation by itself. <laughs> so, yeah, no, and staying consistent. I, I For me, staying consistent is, ugh, but why? Um, so <laughs> I remember one time I thought I was being smart and just doing what I needed to do to lose weight because that's what you're told. You eat as little as possible and you work out every day and then you'll lose weight. Bye. Here you go. And that's what I did. That's what I did. I went to the gym every day. I was eating mostly 99% lean ground turkey. And just thinking about it makes me want to just... I just want to puke. I can't even look at it. I can't even look at it. I get sick to my stomach when I see it. And I did, you know, for the record, I did accomplish my goal. I think I lost 20 or 30 pounds in uh, less than a summer. And I know all you, you know, the workout people or anybody who's trying to lose weight, you're, you're looking at, you're listening to this and you're just like, girl, no, girl, no. 
I was 19, fresh out of high school, and I'm like, yeah, this is what I need to do. This is what I've been told I need to do my entire life because it was still that was still the thing. That was the the accepted method. That was still the mainstream accepted method that was being pushed down my throat. And so, but I did it. I got my high fives. I got my recognition. I got my validation. But was I able to maintain that? Hell no. Hell no. I added the weight back and then some. Granted, that was mostly because I was introduced to the freshman 15 when I went away to school. But it's not something... Is not something sustainable. It really isn't. And so it, it, the that was probably my first step at weight loss. I think back and I look at the pics from when I was younger and I just wish that I hadn't been so hard on myself when I thought that I was bigger than I really was in high school. And I, I hear that so often. People just oh so hard on themselves because it's like you were saying you're being told you were being ragged on or you were just comparing yourself to everything that the media was being pushed out you were fat, you were fat, you are fat. And I look back at the pictures and I'm like, damn, I want to go back in time and slap myself in the face. Like I just see myself moving back into time, walking down the halls of my high school, slapping backhand, probably had some baby powder on there as well, backhanding the bejesus out of myself, looking down and just saying, no, <laughs> and just leaving. I feel like the younger me would probably be just like, Okay, I need to go to a psych ward now, but no, I it, it's just remarkable. It's remarkable what's pushed down kids' throats, and you know, I hope that you know for that for their sake, especially that we're doing better. That we're doing better for the younger audience. But yeah, I just oh my god, that was so silly. So looking forward, I'm again struggling to stay consistent. Except this time around, I trained for more than just a month more than a summer i you know was one of those things i started cycling just like i was one of those people i started cycling but it was euphoria i was able i got out fresh air you know miami drivers honking at you because they don't know how to drive but for the most part i was having a good time and then i started swimming and before you know it 2019 was my first triathlon year i did five races all through south florida and i was ready to kick ass this past year but Alas, my season was a victim of the treacherous 2020. Um, I think the first and only triathlon I had in 2020 personified what we were going to go through throughout that entire year. Um, it was cold. It was freezing when I got there. The wind, oh my God, a 20, 30 mile an hour gust, easy, maybe even more. Uh, the water was just like the sun was coming up and you just see the water uh, looking like the apocalypse. I mean, I've swam in pretty rough waters, but that was, you know, that was a liability. So they actually shortened the swim. Some people actually, uh, you know, cheated and walked because it was the, the swim was so close to shore. They actually got up and, you know, they started walking. It's like, listen, if you want to do that trifling bullshit, do a duathlon and at least make it honest. But don't go to swim, bike, run triathlons are swim bike run i saw y'all i saw y'all walking and if you said you completed a triathlon you were lying triathlon fool i'm just saying i'm just saying but you know that was the only race las olas um in fort lauderdale florida it's only you know it's the only one i had but you know and then we went into quarantine but you know what quarantine was there were a lot of positives that came with quarantine I was doubling up my workouts because I'm working from home. I was very privileged to work from home. 
and I had nothing else to do but work and work out. So double day, you know, two a days, and I was perfectly content with it. Then, you know, somewhere along the way, I went back to school. Still reasons unknown. I guess I, I didn't have enough tasks or trials and tribulations happening to me to, you know, satisfy my quench for completely overworking myself. But, you know, with school, work being chaotic because I work in a pretty, it could potentially be a very stressful environment because I work with very high need youth and the pandemic really exposed a lot of the systems that they were part of like the, the shortcomings of those systems and so with all that i barely wanted to get up from bed and make it to my de my desk then the holidays came and you know y'all know it's damn near impossible to be productive during the holidays it really it, it's impossible unless you're that one person that's just like oh, i'm just gonna have a solid it's, i'm just gonna have a solid it's okay i don't i really am not hungry so all we're worried about during this time is where we're gonna eat who's making it and how bomb is my mac and cheese gonna be because let me be clear my mac and cheese is bomb okay so yeah that's what you know it, it, I really was not in a place and you know what I gave myself space I gave myself space to enjoy the holidays enjoy it with my friends because 2020 was a motherfucker 2020 was an absolute motherfucker yeah this is an 18 old Robbie and Sydney but 2020 was a motherfucker and it ended with a punch in the gut that you're just like oh my god but you know and all of that I you know this is where I had to reevaluate initially I felt like a failure I really did because I had made all this progress and then now I had nothing to show for it. I didn't think I had anything to show for it. You know, and sometimes I do still feel like a failure. Um, but, you know, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. You're Especially when you grow up in a place where you're constantly being told this needs to be perfect. You know, for, I'm living that first gen life. You want to make sure that your parents living here wasn't a mistake. So if you fail at something, you're completely harming yourself. And so every single time I tried, I would be hard on myself. But then, you know, I never give myself credit for getting back up and moving forward. I never gave myself that credit. And I need more people to do that. It is okay to fall back. You just have to get up and push forward. But we're just, you know, competition, competition, competition. This is what needs to be done. This is what needs to be done. If you lose, you're a failure. But it's like if you lose, you learn. You lose, you learn, and you win the next time. Or if you lose again, you you eventually win. You just can't keep. If you stop trying, you're automatically gonna lose. You're automatically gonna lose. But I'm, the, you know, it's and people all, all have their forms of motivation. Although there are some psychos out there that get up and they're like, oh my God, I'm gonna kill this. I'll run 15 miles. I'll do 15 miles. And I'm just like, no, 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 boo boo. No, no. I'm not that person. I have to do a lot to motivate myself to get to work, but you have to find your niche. You have to find your niche, and there needs to be more work to, um, to promote failures. You're going to fail. But you, it, if you, unless you do nothing, it's that's an automatic failure. That's an automatic zero. And, you know, I had folks uh, recommend Dave Goggins to me, David Goggins, and I'm <laughs> and just getting a, a background as to like, yeah, get up, do both. I can't do that. No, no, no. I need to um, tell my, like, I need to, uh, 
I need to have that motivation to do it. I can't have somebody yell at me. I can't have someone just be like, oh my God, pick yourself up. No, I don't respond well for that. I'm like, what? I'm going to beat your ass right now. I'm, you know, I'm not going to beat someone. But, you know, you push me the right way and I might beat someone's ass. But I have to do it. And, you know, I have to figure out the way that makes me, like, what makes me tick. What makes me get out of bed in the morning. What makes me want to try and attempt to run outside on pavement when I have, um, you know, a jacked up knee. But if I don't do, you know, put myself on that pavement, my knee is going to get, you know, going to get worse because it's eventually it's not going to be able to hold my weight. That's just the matter that, you know, that, that type of talking that, you know, it's, I want to live a certain lifestyle. And if I want to live that lifestyle, I have to do certain things to change that lifestyle. So, it's, you know, what makes you tick? What makes you, what gets you going? You know, and I do agree that there's some psychos out there. Again, there's some psychos out there. That the motivation is just like, don't know but they do them and you gotta do you you gotta do you you gotta avoid the people that can be hella mean hella mean you know i'm not gonna front i do (laughs) i do i throw some shade at the resolutioners you know y'all were packing up the gym though like y'all will stay packing up the gym and then two like i can't go back until like two weeks later granted we're in the middle pandemic now so ain't nobody going to the gym so now we at so you can do you know maybe this will actually motivate more resolutioners to continue their weight goals because now you're not comparing yourself in the gym you're not having to get up and drive in the morning to go to the gym you can create your own little gym spot at home you can do your workouts at home in the comfort and with the peace of mind that it's you against you which i think is fabulous so i'm hoping you know that there are more <laughs> successes this year i wish those that uh, if you're listening if you're a resolutioner i wish you nothing but success it's you against you and granted if you go to the gym it's always you against you no matter where you go it's you against you but you know you don't have that visual you don't have that constant visual for uh you know especially with the gym rats so you know and also if you see a resolutioner i know it's hard it's hard not to roll your eyes it's like oh didn't i see that person like last year and then they stopped coming be nice <laughs> be nice we're all in this hell you know dumpster fire covid19 trying to survive 2021 and if you're in the states even more so with all the bullshit happening out of the capitol building i just got another notification that someone else got arrested i would have preferred it better if they got arrested while they were or even before they were breaching the capitol when they were attempting to breach the capitol building i guess better late than never i i honestly don't know I honestly don't know, but dumpster fire, hopefully 2021 ends on a higher note. 2020, you have one job and that's, you could do the bare minimum and still be better than 2020. The bare minimum, you could still be better than 2020. So (laughs) I'm wishing y'all success. Peace, love. I will be here next week on Monday. Check me out. This is Thoughts for the 305. I'm Andy La Negra. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Am I on Facebook? No, because Facebook could be trifling a little bit, but I'm on Facebook's Baby Brother IG. Follow me on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. Podcasts can be heard on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google, whatever else I, you know, sold my voice to. You know, hopefully, hopefully you're hearing me. Hopefully you're easy and hopefully traffic is not being a motherfucker because apparently after we got out of quarantine, everybody decided to drive again. But these are trifling times you gotta get paid completely understand so again 
I'm Annie La Negra. This is Thoughts from 305. I will see y'all next week. <laughs>